Hello and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Rose Romandi and I'm really happy to be with you here again today. I have so much to say and um, hopefully I can just uh, say everything I wanted to say in this podcast. In the past, um, you know, few weeks, I would say I've been preparing a training um, for you guys that it just like yesterday I was just recording a lot of videos and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. And it's all about how you can just say goodbye to uh, you know, to the boring prayer times, you know, how many times have you dragged yourself into prayer or you didn't feel like praying? And I remember there was a time that I told the Lord, Lord, you know what? I think the reason people or even myself in my uh, life, I didn't really, uh, I didn't come to prayer excitedly and in excitement, it's because, you know, we feel like nothing is happening and we don't experience anything. And if you look at the life that we are living, uh, you know, every moment of our lives has some kind of experience. We experience life. That's why it's so real for us. We experience like everything around us uh, through our emotions and through our encounters, through what we see and what we hear, we experience them and that's why it's real when you know for example if you like watching a movie and you just go uh you know to watch a movie or you're gonna go out with a friend for coffee or you're going out for to a park hiking or anything the reason you do those because you have a nice experience with those you know um, with those things. So, but the thing is, when you come to God in prayer, you don't have any kind of experience and you kind of get bored. And, and honestly, it's not your fault and it's not our, my fault too. So it's like, we don't know how we can engage the spirit realm. We don't know how to actually experience the spirit realm and and if and because we don't know it we we kind of get, get there and you know just do some kind of boring prayer and then you're like okay you know so that's it and you get up and happily you leave the room to go and get get other things done and um and it's not your fault it's just like we don't know how to do it and and over the past um few years i would say or like mostly past couple of years in my life the lord, the, the lord has been showing me three secrets, three things, let's put it, that you can just uh, immediately use and do in order to get, uh, the you know, engage the spirit and immediately have time, have encounters with the spirit, you know, the, you know, you don't have to wait for God to give you an encounter. He's your father. and You can just go right there into his bosom and have any kind of encounter that you want to have. And that's a training I have been getting ready uh, and getting it, you know, getting ready for you. And that's why I want to say, that in the next um in the next uh, one week or two i'm going to have the training uh, uh, live in our facebook group so if you are not in our facebook group i want to encourage you to join this is a free training okay it's really free and it's like just like a master class okay so i want you to join me in the facebook group so go to the facebook and search for transform with the word and uh, it's going to be there in the facebook group live so after the live is finished i'm not sure if i'm going to have this training again or i'm going to put it up anywhere but for now it's going to be on our facebook group if you are not there just come and join and or if you are not in our mailing list as soon as the training is ready the first thing i do 
is I send an email to our mailing list. Okay, so go to perfectedbyblood.com forward slash sign up. And as soon as you sign up, you get an ebook. Plus, you will be added to our mailing list and you will be notified as soon as the training is ready and good to go. It's so powerful. I was just getting my notes ready. And, you know, the Lord is just like, I mean, all so many scriptures are opening up for me. And um, it's actually changing my life. And honestly, last night I was like, uh, I usually go spend time with the Lord about like one hour before I go to bed. I was like a couple of hours before that I was like, all right, so I need to go to, I need to go to, uh, prayer now because I was so excited about, you know, um, having an encounter with Jesus in the prayer. So yeah, if, if you're not uh, in our Facebook group or mailing list, please join. And, uh, because you'll be notified as soon as the training is ready. So, uh, and you know, yesterday as I was I was I was just getting these notes together and I sat down in continuous into my conversation with the Lord about those encounters and prayers and everything. And all of a sudden I was just doing a journaling, like writing down my visions that I had and, you know, the things that the Lord is speaking to me. All of a sudden, this question went through my mind and I was like, what? The question was like, what story are you telling yourself? And, and I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking um, about this issue, for example, that I have, right? And you want to overcome it or whatever. And the Lord says, what kind of a story are you telling yourself? And I wrote down this story that I just keep telling everyone about this thing or like the people that I trust, of course. And then uh, I wrote down this story and the Lord said, after I wrote it down, the Lord says, do you really think this is the true story? Do you really think this is the story? And now, for example, let me just, um, I can, right now, I, I'm not able to tell you that exact example that I'm going through, uh, but I will probably do it one day. But I want to give you another example to help you understand what I mean. So I, um, you know, like, for example, um, you like all of a sudden you get a headache. Okay. So I always use like healing example because it's so tangible for all of us and we can understand. But remember, this is just an example to give a message. All right. So therefore, like I use the mass this example for the message. All right. So for example, you get a you get a headache and then you all of a sudden you get up and you say, you know what, last night I didn't sleep well and then I woke up a couple of times. Oh, probably the reason I didn't sleep well because you know I was like doing this yesterday and maybe this is happening or maybe you know um, I wasn't active or whatever. You are making an, a story for yourself and this story is um, becoming, it's making sense because you're just putting all the dots together and you're just creating an, a story in your mind for to find the reason why you, like you had a headache. And the more you talk about this story and the more you make this story and expand on it and then you can go on and say you know what oh yeah last year like if last month this uh, few weeks ago again I had the same headache and the same thing happened and then you keep going on backward into your life and you find the stories and you find them and you attach to this story and you make this story bigger and bigger and bigger every day and and that's why the Lord just spoke to me last night. I was like, oh, what kind of a story are you telling yourself? 
And I realized that the story that I was just telling myself, it's coming out of all those experiences that I had in the past. And then it was just, I was like, I'm pausing, I'm writing down the story. I said, Lord, Lord, is it not like, you know, is it not true, right, basically? And the Lord says, no, no. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so what's happening? You know what? So the Lord opened, like, because I was recording and, you know, reading and studying the Bible, videos and teachings and studying the Bible uh, for this prayer encounter that I'm going to have. And uh, it was like the continuous to those teachings. The Lord added something else. And I'm like, okay, now I have to get up and go record this too. You know, I already recorded a lot. There is no, uh, there's no end to it because God is just like, it's there's a life you're living with. And then he says, you know what? He started talking to me and he says, uh, when you when you make a story out of something, it sticks to your mind and it sticks to your imagination. And that's why it becomes so real for you. That thing becomes so real. Every single time you add a story to something, that thing becomes so real. For example, if you get, you look at the life of Jesus, like he went around telling all those stories, right? Because you and I, we are multidimensional beings and we understand things better through the stories. We live, our life is a story. So the moment you, um, you know, in the moment you bring a story to your imagination and to your mind and you tell yourself this story and you stick this story for example to the headache so this headache sticks a little longer because now you have a reason for it that's why I have this headache for example right so the Lord has been showing me like look at and I'm reading and I'm writing down this and all of a sudden I had in my mind so that I felt the Lord says go to your 2000 18 journal and that is specific page so listen i use journaling like always and just a powerful tool for me to to to, for the lord to speak to me right so i went and i went to 2018 journaling that i had and in my in my mind the lord was telling me go to the second page the first first two pages of your journal so i opened the 2018 journal i went to the first two pages and i started reading and i couldn't believe what I was reading, I was completely shocked. And the Lord does that all the time to me. I was shocked. I had like my, uh, like, I'm smiling. I was like, Lord, Lord, you're so amazing. And in that, in that sentence, this is what was written. I had written this in that day, that Mary and Martha, they had all the reasons why their brother should remain dead. But Jesus had all the reasons why he should be resurrected from the dead. So if you look at the story of Mary and Martha and you see that they came, they sent a letter to Jesus, Jesus come, your friends, you know, sick and, you know, the one you love and Jesus showed up. When he showed up, Lazarus was dead and then they coming to Jesus and they are offended. Honestly, if you read the story, you realize that they are offended from the way that they are talking to Jesus, Lord. I mean, like, imagine Mary doesn't even get up and come and see Jesus. Even, even, even she knows that Jesus is here. Martha runs to Jesus first. And uh, then um, Martha says, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. So she had all the reasons that why her brother died. And the reason was the Lord was not here. The Lord was not here. So that's why my brother died. And then Jesus started like, and eventually call Mary. Mary comes and 
same stuff happens and you see they had all the reasons why their brother was dead but Jesus had all the reasons why he shouldn't be so he's now praying to the father father right before he raised Lazarus from the dead he goes father I thank you I know that you always hear me did you see that was his reasoning <clears throat> he had all the reason why Lazarus should be raised from the dead what was his reason father you always hear me everything I ask you 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 hear me and I don't do this prayer because I want to just say it for myself I want to say it for these people that they know who you are basically and so and then he called Lazarus out and when I was when I read that in my journal I was like wow Lord I am just now I understand so I came back to the pages of to like last night's journaling and the Lord said you know the Lord says don't look for reasons of why this thing happened to you or why you know you are in this situation or why you have this and that the moment you bring the cross are you listening I hope you're listening because I'm about to say something so powerful the moment you bring the cross of the Lord Jesus into every situation you don't nothing else is relevant nothing else matters anymore because it's not about the reasons why this thing happened it's about why this thing shouldn't be here let me repeat it again just going back to our example of headache it's not about why you got the headache it's about why you must not have the headache because of the Lord Jesus and because of the cross of Jesus and as long as you're staying in the reasoning of why this happened to you you're staying as a victim as a victim of that situation and I'm hope I'm, I'm touching on some hard stuff but this is so somebody has to talk to about them somebody has to say these things as long as you're making a story for yourself of why this happened to you you are the victim of that story you are the victim of that situation but the moment you realize it does not matter anymore why this happened what matters right now why it must not happen and it must go because of the cross of the Lord Jesus and power of God because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross there was a time we had to think like that we had to have all those reasons so we can go to the reason and we can resolve it so let's see what's the problem is right but but now that we have transitioned into being a spirit and then transitioned into the Lord Jesus Christ you kind of have to change it start it slowly don't don't be, pick up a big bite you can start it slowly um, correcting your beliefs you know Masood and I we always say this and I have uh, I used to read I used to write that put that in my wall I'm gonna do it again put it on my wall that the cross must bring correction into our beliefs and now I have to kind of I can write it down this way the cross must believe correction into the stories that we are telling ourselves and and I believe this is the beginning of seeing a change that starts happening into our lives right if every single one of us have a story to tell and if you come across anyone and even you sit by me and I just talk as well I will have I'll give you a story that gives you why and the reason something is happening 
But we got to find our stories in the cross. We got to find our stories in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I remember, um, you know, I just remembered about uh, the Israelites. When they came out of Egypt and Moses brought them out of Egypt, it took them about a few days or a few weeks to get into the border of the promised land. And then Moses says, and then the Lord says, you know, and then Moses said to the uh, people, um, you know, send a few spies out so that they can go spy the land. And it's just so powerful when you read to see. So they, they when they spy the land and they got afraid, they came and let me tell you what happened. Eventually, they did not go to the promised land for the next 40 days, 40 years. They wandered in wilderness and they did not go to the promised land. And um, it's just like, and then when you think about it, you're like, okay, let's just see, uh, let's just see what really happened. You know, uh, they go, Jesus sent them with Caleb and some Israelites and he sent them with, uh, he sent them to the promise, to the border of the promised land. And in Numbers chapter 13, let's, let me just read this a few scriptures and we're going to see something so powerful here. Caleb, um, then Caleb, um, let me just go uh, a little back. Okay, so they go. Um, let me just go just a little big, a little back. All right, so verse uh, November, uh, sorry, Numbers chapter chapter thirteen and 20, verse twenty five says, and they returned from spying out on the land uh, on the land for forty days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. So they found all those amazing fruits. Then they told him and they said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey and this is its fruits. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong, the cities and uh, are fortified, and they very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of the Anak there. So the Amalekite dwell in the land of south, the Hittite and all those, those big nations they name. Verse 30, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take position for we are well able to overcome it. Why Caleb is saying? Because he's like the Lord said, we have to do this, right? Verse 31 says, But the man who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And look at verse 32. It says, And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which, um, which they had spied out, saying, The land... Uh, through which we have gone as a, uh, a spy, uh, spies is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of the greatest stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak came from the giants and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight and we were in their sight. Do you see, they went to spy out on the land and all of a sudden it says we were like, we were like a grasshopper 
in our sight, therefore in their sight. Do you see the story they are making? They don't know what these giants are thinking about them. They are just comparing their stature with themselves and they see themselves as a grasshopper in their sight. That's interesting, right? They don't say we saw them as a giant in our sight. They're saying we saw ourselves as a grasshopper in their sight. Do you see? That was the self-esteem that they had. They saw themselves and they made this story that we are like grasshopper in their sight. And, you know, they don't know what these people are thinking. They are just seeing themselves and they think they must have seen us the same way that we are seeing ourselves. They're making a story and they are a victim of that story that they made into in their own minds. And I feel this is like, this was the message for me yesterday. And again, again, the Lord is just um, bringing correction into the stories that we are telling ourselves. What a story are you telling yourself today? What a story are you telling yourself today? What kind of reasonings are you bringing today? And that's a question that I had to ask myself today. And I had to pause and meditate. And I'm still thinking about you, about it. And I want you to continue to think about it. What a story are you saying? Is the cross uh, correcting your story into every situation? Bringing that correction to our beliefs and a story that we are telling ourselves. And that's where I believe that it's just like the moment, it's not... And don't expect the moment you change the story, oh, hallelujah, this thing gone. You know, it could be and praise God if it happens. And it has happened to me before too. But if you really think about it, you're like, okay, you're just going to keep telling this story to yourself. And you know what happens when you keep telling a story to yourself, eventually you will be the one who will believe it. You will eventually believe your own story. So let's, give, let's tell us another story. Keep telling us another story. You know, that huge story that we have built in our minds, let's story, slowly, slowly, let's go against it. Let's go and replace it with the true story of the cross and eventually just change the story for the glory of the living God. I hope this podcast was helpful for you. So please don't forget to join our Facebook group and mailing list in order to be notified as soon as a free training is ready for you because it's going to be life-changing. I promise you, if you show up for that training, it's going, it's going to change not only your prayer life, your relationship and your Christian life, because you're going to start experiencing things you had never experienced before in the Lord. Bless you guys, and I'll talk to you in the next episode of my podcast.